This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. It's a shocking statistic. Nearly 20 million violent and property crimes are committed annually in the U.S. Despite the devastating human impact, Millions of victims never get justice. Many victims of crime, about half of them, don't report the crime. And that's one of the major reasons why so many victims of crime don't receive the services that they need. Then, a true rags-to-riches journey, from a tough childhood that could have destroyed him, to a triumph of the human spirit. My mother was white, my father was black. None of us look like our story. You really don't know anything about anyone simply based on looking at them. Those two stories, and much more, are coming your way on this week's edition of InfoTrack. Don't go away. Our show comes your way right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. An estimated 18.7 million violent and property crimes are committed annually in the U.S., yet fewer than half the crimes in our country are even reported. An organization called the National Center for Victims of Crime says a majority of victims aren't getting the help they need. Joining us to talk about this is the executive director of that organization, Mai Fernandez. Welcome to the show. Hi, Chris. Good to be on the show. Why is it when our nation spends billions on fighting crime, so many crime victims aren't getting help? Well, there's a few reasons, Chris. I think one of them is because many victims of crime, about half of them, don't report the crime. And that's for a lot of really good reasons. Some of them are fearful of going forward and they feel if they report the crime, they're going to be re-victimized. Some of them don't know the procedures about how to report the crime and also don't feel comfortable going forward and talking to law enforcement. If they're undocumented immigrants, for instance, they feel like maybe their status here in the United States would be jeopardized. That's one of the major reasons why so many victims of crime don't receive the services that they need. Also, folks don't know about the services or where to get the services. All of this has an economic effect on not only the victims, but our nation at large, doesn't it? Absolutely. Crime victimization has a great economic effect on the nation at large because people skip work, they're not as productive as they could be, and all of that hurts our economy. So ensuring that we don't have huge numbers of victims is good for the nation, not just good for the individual. We're talking with Mai Fernandez, Executive Director of the National Center for Victims of Crime. Mai, what if I am a victim of a crime and I have trouble getting any help? Do you have any advice? Well, the first thing that you should do is always contact your local law enforcement. Local law enforcement should be prepared to assist you because that's their job. If for some reason you're not getting the kind of assistance that you want, there's local victim assistance organizations throughout every community that can help. For instance, if you've been raped, a local rape crisis center can help you navigate the criminal justice system and also get the counseling and other kinds of help that you might need. Are there people who you think perhaps avoid reporting a crime because of fear? For example, in the news media, some crimes are just made such a huge thing of. 
people might want to not get involved thinking that they're going to be dragged through a lot of bad publicity. Absolutely. A lot of people don't report crimes because they're fearful first that they're going to be, like you said, dragged through a process that they don't want to get involved in, and they think it's too complex and that they're going to be re-victimized. And in some cases, that is true. If the system in a particular jurisdiction isn't working well, if there isn't somebody there representing victims and advocating for their rights, often victims aren't heard, they're not told when proceedings are going forward, they're cross-examined in a way that re-victimizes them. So there's a lot of reasons why victims are fearful of the system and don't feel that it really represents them or helps them. It is disturbing to think that for every one of the, for example, missing person stories that gets a huge play in the media, there are probably thousands of others that we never hear about. That's right. There's a lot of crimes that go hidden. Child sex abuse is a huge crime that goes hidden. Oftentimes, other kinds of sex abuse is unreported. Domestic violence often goes without anybody knowing about it or hearing about it or going unreported. So for every story of a missing person or one person that their victimization is highlighted by the media, there's many, many people who stand behind them. According to the information I have here, 32 states in the nation have constitutional victims' rights amendments. Is there any push to make that a 50-state situation? Well, there's pushes in every individual state for a victims' rights amendment, and there has been, at times, a national push for a federal victims' rights amendment. We're hoping that maybe in the next year or so, there will be new energy behind a federal rights victims' amendment that we can all stand behind and feel good about. I see, though, that all states have funds for victim compensation How does somebody go about claiming those? Is that through a legal process? It is, but you don't need to have been involved in a procedure. You need to report your crime, and every victim can receive compensation for their victimization. So if you need money for health care, you can get assistance with that. If you need money for relocation, you can get assistance for that. You may need some clothing or some basic needs. There's compensation dollars that are available for that. And there is a website for victims' rights, which is victimlaw.info, that people can check out. Yes, that's a very informative site that tells you about all the rights that victims have in individual states and on a federal level. If somebody wants to know specifically what the laws say or what they provide for victims, they can go on to that site. And again, that's victimlaw.info. My Fernandez, any last thoughts on this whole topic of victims and crime? You know, Chris, we're an organization that advocates for stronger rights and also tries to help professionals who serve victims. I just want to first acknowledge all the victims of crime that are out there and say that we're sorry for your plight, but we hope that you're receiving the assistance that you need and that we're going to try to do everything that we can to provide you with help. And for all of those individual providers that are providing counseling and housing and food and all the help that victims need. We want to thank them and also say that we're fighting for you to get more resources and provide you with the assistance you need to support victims of crime. 
And when you get an opportunity, go to our website at ncvc.org. My Fernandez, Executive Director of the National Center for Victims of Crime. And again, that website is ncvc.org. My, thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Chris, thank you. Next, he was abandoned and abused as a child. But today, he's a renowned business leader whose climb to the top will inspire you. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. 